0: Alt Gaming Community Podcast number 56 for Saturday the 5th of February 2022. Welcome everybody. Thanks for tu- tuning in or clicking download, realistically. Um, we've got some of the latest gaming news for you and some updates on what's going on in the Alt Gaming community. It's been a busy news week since we last had a podcast. A couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Microsoft have been spending dollar-dollar bills, y'all. And uh, Sony went, well, we can spend a little bit too. Yeah,
1: just, and so just they spent time.
0: they spent a couple of B. Um, but yeah, so we've got some of those things to talk about and the quick news. Uh, but before we get into all of that, who's on this wonderful podcast tonight? Well, Hat is here, my co-host. Hello, Hat. Hello, hello, hello. He's doing his um, 1920s London police officer impression. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is all about that? <laughs>
0: uh along with hat we've also got some other members of our community we've got uh all from nt musha bloody and ian hi guys hello hey 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 um dead that's okay
2: i I said what's up (laughs) (laughs) i'm just really quiet
0: since we last recorded a few weeks ago um have anyone been getting their teeth into any new games or um revisiting old ones or continuing doing the same as they've always done <laughs> which Re- revisiting do.
3: star citizen at the minute because mm-hmm. um, ah, there's an event okay. on so um we've jumped into that for the last couple of days what's what's the name event. on the event so the event is called xeno threat um internally within the warrior unit. princess yeah man <laughs> it, it's just spaceships that all look like is it lucy lawless is that, is that oh wow address? good recall i wouldn't have yeah. been able to do that, that was um oh yeah anyway m- memes xenothreat <laughs> is the name of the event <laughs> um internally within the law it's uh essentially a they, they're called the te- they're a terrorist uh faction um within the human civilization empire that hates um, aliens basically you know Xeno's are a threat Xeno threat whatever and they've got their hands on some you know big military hardware and you've got You'd to go stop to. Alternatively you can decide to be you know the baddies and side with them I think No you can't Can you not Chung was <laughs> no. telling me you can No well, why
1: can't you Uh other events you can oh. No um it isn't involved Xeno threats so the night town No uh well Jump Time has criminal and lawful Sides, but also the Nine Tail lockdown. The Nine Tails are a gang in the San- Stanton system, which is the main system of Star Citizen right now. And there is a certain event that will come along where they like lock down certain stations, like try and blockade them, and that ah. you've got uh, like you can assist them and get paid, or you can assist the UAE Navy and break the blockade.
3: Well, I should be having words with Chung, then. I've been tricked, backstabbed, and quite possibly bamboozled.
2: Is there a place for a xenophobe in Star Citizen? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, I imagine in the future, there might be a way to side with them, because Xenothreat are one of the big factions in Pyro. That's where the fleet comes from. Pyro is a star system that is linked via a jump point to Stanton. So this, the, these events where they're coming in and raiding us, and that is them coming from the pyro system, mounting their fleet up, coming through, and hopefully this year we'll have the pyro system that we can go through, which is like a lawless zone. It's not controlled by anyone. Pirates kind of just do their own thing, and there's multiple factions. Mm.
3: So it's you, basically you um, you just fight these guys. Um, you, you you kill. You fight the ships, bit of dogfighting, bit of looting of the wreckage, giving it back to the... Um, you know the the military Maybe. navy, um, and crack on with it, and you can make a whole lot of um, a whole lot of money pretty quickly. It's a, it's a lot of fun.
1: Right there's two stages in it right now. Well, for all the ones that've done it, uh, the first stage is there's destroyed transport ships in this nebula that were on the way to a military uh, space station where this big battleship is docked, and they were bringing supplies to resupply it. They have been attacked, and you have to go to these wreckages, fight off the xeno threats in the wreckage like on on foot, as well as anyone's flying around any of the ships flying around, load up the cargo there's three times one of them you can't do like the jump drive with uh you can't there's one that doesn't like to be banged around, so if you hit, it like gets bounced about too much, it'll explode, and there's one that. Is time sensitive, so I think you've got, I want to say 30 minutes actually
3: um, to get yeah, it. To... It's about 15 20. It's not, I don't think it's 30. I think I'm it's short. Sure,
1: like... I'm, I'm sure I've put some on your ship that's been like 29 minutes. So.
3: Either way, yeah, it go it go big, bada, boom. So you've yeah. got, yeah. So you've got to like handle them different ways. But... I
2: don't remember if it was you, Ian, or Chung that was taking some boxes somewhere and you threw one of them because you thought it was going to explode and then it just sat there.
3: Oh, I think that was Chum. No, it just counted down to zero and did nothing. Yeah, um, which you was really again another a spectacular <laughs> explosion, but nothing. And another big bamboozle. But but yeah, there's pl- there's plenty of events that that come and go in Star Citizen. So for anyone yeah. that that does what we do, which is like pick it up three or four times a year, yeah, it's um, Xenothreat's uh, always good because you've got big capital ships
1: fighting another big capital ship so if you if you want some big fleet battles that's the second stage of the event where the javelin comes out of dock after you've resupplied it and the Xeno threat fleet comes in like okay now we're gonna fucking fight for real instead of doing like hit and run tactics and you've got the big battleship versus like two destroyers and loads of enemy fighters and of course the javelin is supported which is the battleship is supported by like the players yeah um, yeah yeah which is good awesome. fun. But that's that's pretty much what me and Ian have been doing, apart from nice. listed.
0: Mush, what have you been booting up?
4: Excellent. Um yeah, so <laughs>
5: pretty much haven't for the last couple of weeks, uh due to medical things. But um yesterday the new Path of Exile league came out. Uh I haven't played Path of Exile for a few leagues. Uh so leagues are like a three month temporary where they're bring in new mechanics okay know, uh, new mechanics new items um you know it's a fresh start so you' all start level one again and you kind of grind through um that came out last night so I haven't played too much I've put about an hour and a half into it um you know shout out to other people in the old gaming community who are already at the end game um,
4: Oof.
5: not not gonna name names but um... okay don't know how they do Zephy. <laughs> It's happy, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So yeah, um, I don't know, it seems seems quite fun so far from, you know, a little bit I've played. Um, we'll, we'll see what it's like, kind of, at endgame once you... Because it, with the mechanic they've added, you can pretty much ignore it if you want to. So what, what quite often happens when you can ignore the mechanic is the best thing to do turns out to just be not engage with it at all and just play as if it doesn't exist. Right, okay. Uh, which, you know, kind of takes away from the point of playing, you know, a temporary league with new mechanics. Yeah. Uh... i
2: have seen a whole lot of upsides in that.
5: Bloody,
0: have you been getting your teeth into any new games or revisiting old ones? Or
2: Well, I'm currently playing Dying Light. Like, I don't have it minimised in the background or anything. <laughs> which... Came
0: out what on Thursday? Yeah, that's the one. Wednesday. Yeah, it's it's Firelight. fun. I'm
2: enjoying myself. Going around, drop kicking people off buildings. It's uh, yeah. yeah. How are you finding it compared to the first one? I mean, you can't throw your melee weapons anymore. You have a dedicated melee,
0: set. melee weapons.
2: Yeah, your melee weapons, <laughs> your melee weapons. Your, <laughs> your, your, your fighty fighty weapons. You can't throw those anymore, which is kind of sad because I like making mad crazy invented weapons with like electro shocks on them that explode and throwing them at people and then never being able to find them again but <laughs> it's fun because why wouldn't you? but you can't do that anymore, now you've got dedicated throwing weapons like throwing knives and it's it's just not the same
0: Oh boo maybe people yeah. complained about not being able to find the intricate weapons they spent loads of time making
2: I think it was mainly down to duplication issues Ah, uh, okay. Um, but the parkour system has been much improved like, you can proper scale up skyscrapers and everything now. And there's a lot more sort of depth to the parkour. You can, like, run along the side of buildings and such now. Pretty cool. cool. That cool. sounds good. Yeah. It's, it's like a low a, budget Spider Man.
0: It's like <laughs> that kind of stuff in games, if they're done well. They end up being their own type of mini game, don't they? That sucks some of your time and attention in a good way. You're like, oh, I'm just going to see how high how quickly I can scale this building. Or can I climb that? I'm going to try. Yeah, I can. Yeah. It, it, I like it, all that.
2: The tools to challenge yourself to sort of fun little things. Yeah, that's nice. It's fun.
0: All right, nice. I've been playing Halo still. I was still just enjoying... about to say, what have you been doing <laughs> Yeah, I'm still enjoying the Halo multiplayer. It's a good it's still a beta, realistically, even though they've said they've released it, but there's a lot. They still haven't really fixed Big Team Battle. It's been broken for quite a few weeks now. You can't seem to load into a game for that one. But you know, the bits that are working are good. And um <laughs> the balance the balance is nice, uh, in some cases. So uh, in some yeah. cases, yeah. Well, it's and any any kind of like you know, first person fast paced shooter has always got balancing issues, hasn't it? But that's true. There isn't there isn't. Um, I don't think there's a, a profound meta, realistically, which is nice. That most things have got a re- realistic use case as long as you use them in the correct way, which is good.
1: That's how you um, know they've made a game well. where It's not yeah. just this the most powerful thing ever. Just use yeah. this.
0: Yeah, that's nice. I like the fact that it's not like that. But ha- grabbing a power weapon that's on the map is important in a classic Halo way. Yeah. But the ammo will be limited to that. And so you get a couple of shots and then you move on. So that's cool. That's I re- revisited, I haven't played it for nearly a year, uh, Counter-Strike. and um, Oh, nice. Played, played that again with uh, Specky and Viking. Um, some of the guys from CGC, basically, as well. Wes and uh, whatever, Glenn. And it was it was hard to get used to that, having played now Halo for three months or something. It was, I'm wanting to jump around a lot. <laughs> yeah, feel dated. Coming from mom, like being playing a lot of yeah, modern, yeah, it, it did feel back really back. slow. It did feel really slow. But as soon as you sink yourself back into the CS mindset, which is stopping to shoot, holding angles, you know, um, your response times are important in terms of like you know who clicks first. Once you get into that mentality, it, it, in its own right, it's still a good game in that respect. Yeah, it's it's just a very different shooter to the Halo experience, which I think is a lot more fun, really, and it, uh, a lot more able to be picked up and played in it in a more relaxed fashion if you want to in that mood, or a serious fashion if you want to play it seriously. But with CS, you either have to take it seriously or don't bother. Mm. You know, it's, it's it, that's the problem. And they've still I got s- forty-five minute games, which is a long time. Oh, they yeah. are. They've like, introduced the... a new short game mode, which no one seems to play, but... Um...
1: The struggle I always had with Counter-Strike was... You mentioned getting into the CS mindset, I think, because I never really played any of the Counter-Strikes growing up. So really, yeah, neither did I, yeah. Only trying it like after I joined Alt, and everyone, a lot of people were playing it. And I was like, I tried to get into it, but because I was more into other sort of shooters, it just felt so foreign, and I just couldn't get my head around it. <laughs> I was i never really had that mindset of like how you should play it to kind of go back into it takes me a long time to adjust um yeah and
0: since the last podcast because you mentioned it hat i've been playing with you some um cool. enlisted and uh, with ian and uh it's been fun it Bloody is he was there, there for a bit kid. barmy was about you know, i've been enjoying that it's um I really got into that. And I like how many kills you can get in a game. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm not like, I'm not Chungus levels of over hundred, oh, no. but I, I can still get around about 50, 60 kills in a good yeah. match. And that's like, wow, that was fun getting, it ticks a lot of endorphin boxes. Oh, headshot. It, it oh, headshot.
1: Oh, headshot. Well,
0: it's, it's nice.
1: You see a squad of guys coming through and you machine
3: gun them down. and You just got like 12 kills. And it's like, Oh, I felt so good. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's good looking at the scoreboard in that game as well, because it's make number go higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which which speaks to my soul, and and I don't even I'm not even that good at the game, but I can still make number go higher, so I'm happy.
2: Yeah. You pull so, off the perfect uh, bombing run and take out like nearly everyone on the team at one go. Yeah, or just finding a, just finding a good spot. I managed
3: to get yeah, headshot, after headshot, after, after headshot on the on the on the, on, a, on a squad coming through. It's, on it's, the spawning in uh, <laughs> yeah, wave. It's pretty good. Yeah, it I had one, one of those games uh,
1: <laughs> earlier today actually where I had an MG42, and I was just like, oh, let's set it up here, and then the entire enemy team just came through, like, this one small door out of a hangar, and I just went, and I just got, like, wiped the entire team, and it was like, oh, number goes so high after that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, simple things. (laughs) Okay, so,
0: should we get into some gaming news, then? Let's get into it, man. For our podcast, so... Uh, as we said before, 5th of February. So we try to get everything in that was a big story, if you like. Mm-hmm. And then we got some little ones um, to try and catch you up on some more recent events. Um, and one thing that I dropped in that's not in our podcast notes, I thought it was interesting, was Blizzard is working on a Warcraft mobile game.
1: I think I do have oh, it think... in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. How
0: weird is that? The second section. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I just included all I thought it'd be a quick news there. thing. My bad. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so around a bit, but what could that? You know, it almost seems crazy that it's never been done, really. Well, now that you see that as a sentence, <sighs> you're like, oh yeah, it's like they've <laughs> done,
3: they've done the, you know, they, they did it with Diablo. <laughs> you guys not playing? You got phones? Huh? Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know. Like, there's, there's obviously a lot of speculation, isn't there, about what's that, what that's going to be? So, Warcraft, Clash of Clans. No, oh, it's. it's Blizzard. Who the fuck knows with Blizzard these days? But you know we are Microsoft in charge. You... I,
5: I, I think the, I think part of it is though. You know when Dave said, "Why hasn't it been done?" Well, I think it hasn't been done because of the whole Diablo fiasco, right?
3: Yeah, and I suppose yeah. strategy games like the way like that don't really lend themselves well to small screens. But hey, if there's if they've spotted a a, a market for it. It's arguably come up
0: with. arguably one of, if possibly not the biggest gaming franchise of all time. Mm. And it you know it hasn't got a dedicated mobile game. It's kind of it just well, seems crazy.
5: It's got it. Half Stone, right?
1: True.
0: Yeah. True. I guess so
5: yeah.
1: I'm yeah. wondering if also the saw EA's absolute fuck up when they try to put Command and Conquer as a mobile game, and that just <laughs> yeah. so
5: maybe they've just went, let's give it a lot of
1: space. <laughs> yeah it's i know the um
5: the rumors i read at least were that it was going to be a pokemon go style game
3: oh oh, oh. anointed reality warcraft
5: yeah because uh, i'm not sure if this is true. did they announce back in 2018 that they said they were going to make one or something uh,
3: i don't know i'm not sure I've about that today yeah interesting
0: yeah, but I just thought it was a fun little. Um, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I never thought about that. But anyway, um, remote code execution, otherwise known as an RCE. You don't want one of these; they're bad. It's an exploit this, found. This is in what Dark Viv Souls. was
3: talking about yesterday, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. He was so stoned, I was struggling to understand what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. so I'm just going to go for another Bifter. I'll talk you boys yeah, in a minute. I'll be buried in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, so um, uh, apparently, like you know, people could uh, get into your computer and do all sorts of things. Not great.
3: going to find my This is uh, this was in Dark Souls three. If we hadn't, if we didn't start with that bit, but
4: <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. Yes, you probably missed
3: that. <laughs> just Souls... so not sure no, no, mentioned... that... <laughs> Not <laughs> just get... all games. Period. <laughs> all games. This is, um, yeah. This was Dark Souls three, wasn't it? So it was with the. It was in the. It was it was part of the feature that lets you get into you know the, like invade other people, wasn't it? Get into their worlds and stuff. Yeah, that's right. And it was, yeah. um, it was sort of it, it was working off a vulnerability that they'd found through that way. So, yeah, It's pretty I mean, gnarly. They, they've and... got,
0: um, they've got a new game coming out soon. Not a Dark Souls game, but from the developers, have got a new game coming out soon. Oh, so, fuck um, you! Oh, Barmy's here. Here he is, uh, the stream extraordinaire. Oh man, yeah, he's so famous. Thanks for finding the time to come on our little podcast. Streamer extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah,
6: I've got a busy <laughs> schedule, so um, you know, make it quick. <laughs>
0: you have got some more t-shirts to print by hand. <laughs> is, this, is this a raffle?
6: <laughs> is this a quiz?
0: Oh dear, we're just doing the quick, the quick news. about me, so chirp, pop on anything we talk about as you see fit. Nope. Um Sega uh, quits the arcade business. Bye bye. Yeah. They're probably not that big into it in Western culture, right? It's more. This is definitely no, it's, it's, yeah. This is it's, it's Japan. It's is massive
3: is. in Japan. Yeah, there's. If you've not watched it, there is an excellent TV series on uh, TV series. There is an excellent like little series on Netflix. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. I watched it a while ago. It's about the history of gaming and stuff, and it it does a big segment on um arcade games in Japan. It's really really interesting now, how huge even now arcade gaming is there. Oh, so nice. that's 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 massive. So. Apparently, they
1: sold most of the stock to a company called Genda, if I'm pronouncing that right, or for Jordan's company too. That's not allowed in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) They sold, well, 85.1% of their arcade business to this company. Um, Well, Genda Sega, which now is going to be rebranded. Genda Geico. I should have got Dave to, write, to read out. Oh no, I'm doing. really enjoying this. <laughs> You're stuff, you can find, struggle. You have to find some more weep shit for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and they've decided just to sell the rest of it to this company.
4: Well,
0: yeah, I suppose it's a distraction. They don't need. Maybe they're like it's more of a retail business, isn't it, rather than anything else. I suppose, realistically.
1: Maybe they're trying to get bought by Microsoft or Sony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Get rid of the arcades. They don't want that. <laughs> okay, if you're Sonic. He's got a movie now.
0: <laughs> Here's a really pathetic, boring story. So two RuneScape tabletop games are announced. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mushroom. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Take the floor. Oh, sorry, you know what? I, knew, is... I knew that was a segue into this as well. As <laughs> Um <laughs> yeah, Mush is so, a big
0: fan, everybody, so I was just winding him her up. Yeah,
5: <laughs> so <laughs> it's um Thank you. Hang on am I I'm not muted, I... am I? No, no I can hear you, mate. Go for it. Yeah, you get right. Um Yeah, so basically there's announced two tabletop games. Uh one is gonna be it's kind of like a D and D edition, so you know like they've done this for quite a few games now. Um uh, Magic the Gathering had one Couple of years ago, um, you know where like they essentially yeah. write a book for within, you know, within the the lore of that game, but then it works off D and D fifth edition. So they're doing that for RuneScape, which I'll be honest, it, even if you don't play it, like RuneScape's got very good lore, like the backstory is really good. Um, and the other one is going to be a like traditional kind of um <clears throat> board game. Uh, so we don't know what that's gonna be yet. It's coming out uh at some point this no, sorry, not at some point this year. The Kickstarter's coming out at some point this year. And the uh the D and D book is coming out some you know <laughs> the D and D book is coming out at some time this year. So um Hopefully, I'll have them to bring to Altan at some point.
1: Cool, nice. I them through. I hope there's rules on trimming your armor.
5: I'm t- like this is the thing, right? Like, because there's quite a lot of memes to do with you know, like guys pretending to be girls on Runescape. So uh, you know, for like you know, buying. You gear, mean all those yeah, girls? Like, girls? What? I thought I thought you were in fact forty-year-old men called Dave. <laughs> oh. Dave, you were you yeah. my girlfriend. <laughs>
3: he was listening to the troll under the bridge. <laughs> huh? You know, if it's wet.
6: Guys pretending to be
3: girls.
5: (laughs) Girls? People lying on the internet. Unheard of. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you know, you had that and you had a lot of scamming, you know, like people trimming armor, which uh, you can't. You you can get trimmed armor, but you can't trim it. You've got to find it that way. Uh, So, you know,
0: tinsel and baubles and things.
5: Yeah, just like gold-plated, essentially, or like silver-plated. So you a
0: Christmas you can joke, follow nice.
5: the,
1: the mysterious man into the wilderness and just drop your armor from. Yeah, and you, uh, you, 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 you.
0: <laughs> Sounds totally safe. <laughs> Uh, what else? Final Fantasy Tifa porn broadcast over an Italian Senate zone meeting. Yes. I mean, I don't know. This isn't necessarily gaming news, everybody. It's but just a bit of fun. It is fun though. It is fun. So laugh. It was an uninvited guest who crashed the virtual government event, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was showing some Final Fantasy
1: big boobed action. Did you say, There was one senator who looked really into it. She was just sitting there like some pretty good shit <laughs> and it wasn't like a quick oh no let's quickly get that it was on for like, I think like 30 seconds maybe a minute of this. Tifa getting railed full screen on this live broadcast for the Senators
2: they did kick a person out I was kind of hoping it was one of the Senators <laughs> just accidentally <laughs> no just accidentally screened it you know to the main screen oh fuck <laughs> no they're going to find out my secret, my secret passion now at least so, apparently, apparently, this is a practice
0: known it. as Zoom bombing.
2: That's it. So, there you go.
1: Bombies, you've uh, encountered a similar thing to this, except with cars. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> 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 no, that's just. It's just <laughs> what are we just talking regular about? Regular old
4: bombing. <laughs> well,
0: we were talking about Zoom bombing, and then Hat ah. said you've had the same thing, but with car bombing all right okay it's not the so same we're all thing. just
6: laughing at my culture yeah and yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. basically ah, yeah ah, are we all funny you english pricks <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so ah, bombs are pretty funny the eh? way the fact you know, a whole uh, shopping center the other day because some random dude just rang and went i put a bomb in the shopping center <laughs> and because it's northern ireland we couldn't just go there. he's probably lying which no you, can't like, oh, man. you There's like a 50-50 chance there's a fucking bomb in the shopping centre. And then they just sort of, when we evacuated everybody the sergeant just looked at me and says, could you check all the shops? And I was like, there's like a hundred shops in here. And he went, yeah, could you do that though? So I was the fuck, me and the, my brand new trainee was following me around and she was like how dangerous is this i was like well uh, if we find a if we find a bomb pretty dangerous then, <laughs> i just walked around every corner of the shopping mall for like two hours and then came out and says i didn't find anything they went that's probably fine," and just reopened it to the <laughs> that's public. it that's They it. just trusted my word yeah. that it didn't have a bomb in it and it
1: was grand
0: oh the poor people <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, i bet that was a blast <laughs> nice
6: nobody likes you man Oh. <laughs> you can take your explosive
0: comments and leave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Final Fantasy
1: fourteen is being sold again. Yes. <laughs> so when everyone was leaving WoW, Mass Exodus was like, ah, oh, let's go on Final Fantasy, and I think, what's that WoW streamer that's really big that lives in his own filth? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh, doesn't oh,
0: narrow it down.
2: Fucking <laughs> Asmodeus? Yeah, 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 As- yeah, As- yeah. As- As- yeah,
1: fucking Greb. Yeah, that fucking I th- goblin. I think Heap Street I... started streaming some Final Fantasy, and then everyone was like, "Yeah, this looks pretty good," and just started buying it to the point where, for a while in the last year, they had to stop selling it because, like, the servers just cannot take on anyone else. But now they sorted it all out. But hopefully yeah. they have, and they go, "You can now buy our game again." <laughs> Uh, Crisis four announced but still early in development. Oh,
0: Crisis. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, the trailer says fucking nothing. It's just one of those where it's like, look at this fancy weird shit going on. Nothing to do with the game. Just like our oh, nano machine
3: bullshit. A little, and then it four. A little teaser. Yeah. I, I I never played the second or third ones, but the first mm. was one of the like first story FPS's that I actually played all the way through and finished. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, I really I thought liked it was it fantastic. Well. So, And then, of course, there was a the whole thing that was like, oh my god, it looks incredible. Yeah. And will I it mean, run? But will it run Crisis? But can it run
1: Daggerfall?
0: Yeah, if you can't <laughs> run Daggerfall. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's not a supercomputer. Uh...
0: Okay, Rockstar confirms GTA 6 is currently in
3: development. Can, can, can I play pedant here and say no, they haven't?
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Because if you read the tweet, and this again just being a pedant because realistically it's going to be gta 6. G- gta 6 isn't mentioned all they've said is they are working on um next game in in the in the thing so the, okay, tweet, so, well, uh, so the tweet i'll try and read says, the quote here so have many of you have been it? asking about a new entry in the gta series with every new project our goal is to significantly move beyond what we've previously delivered we're pleased to confirm that active development is underway for the
2: next entry in the series
3: Okay, it's GTA 6 be. but it doesn't have to be does it no it doesn't have to be
2: no i'd like so, it if they just skip GTA 6 and made red dead redemption free. it's
3: going to be GTA immortal for the mobile yes <laughs> it's but... going to be GTA <laughs> but there's it's no single player it's just online GTA 5 but it's I mean, going to be GTA 6 so and it's going to be in it's going to be an MMO from the start
0: oh i oh, show notes are already in perfect condition so, it's a prediction anyway <laughs>
1: um <laughs> Barmy Giants us And suddenly we just have fanny and massive words pl- Splitting up on notes
3: Well well, I've just scrolled down to check that the meat spin GIF wasn't there and it's not so we're fine <laughs> For now
4: uh, For now Lost there Arc. is no
0: penis Lost Ark uh, Which is a game coming out on the 9th of February um, I like games If you're looking forward to uh, <laughs> I don't know what we, what would we Describe this as it's no, uh, it's, an MMO, Dave. it's an MMO isn't it I suppose yeah it's, it's slightly different
3: it's, it's it, isometric isn't it though it's not like yeah um, exactly
0: it's a bit unusual but um, yeah it's got currently a very popular following in Russia uh, like Russia Russia and uh, they're bringing it out to Europe or Western cultures or whatever we're calling them anymore um, and they were originally only releasing it with not much of an end game what they're calling tier one but now they're saying no we got up to tier three endgame ready for you guys. So, you know, that's good news, I think. A few people in our community are looking
3: forward to playing it. Getting well, their teeth into it. it. Does it, it releases free to play, doesn't it? Uh yeah, I think exactly. I think it releases free to play, but there's a tier set of founders packs you can buy. There is um, quite a few
0: founders packs, right up to like eighty quid, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah, there's there's some there's some cheaper ones and there's some expensive ones and um But I'm trying to think, like, is it it's it's like a, it's 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 like a Korean style MMO, isn't it? In terms of the how it looks. Yeah, that's a good yeah. description. But yeah. it's but it's but it's isometric. It's it's top down isometric, as opposed to like what I suppose what you used to like Final Fantasy or Wild WoW or something. But yeah, apparently it has been popular in Russia and elsewhere. So.
0: Uh, right, that's our quick news done. Pow pow pow! I just did that just for Rev's benefit who's not with us tonight, because he's on a boat. Um, no, he's off no, the boat. No, he's boss. actually, he's, he's off the boat. I know, It's just funny to be on the boat, he, wasn't it? He's, oh. he's just like, a skiing a, yeah, around the hills now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Setting up his gnome collection yeah. in his garden.
3: He's hunting, hunting moomins, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy bastards. So, <laughs>
0: or, probably one of the highly, as like mainstream media gaming stories that I've seen actually Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard for 68.7 billion dollars which is about 50 billion squidders in English money so I mean it seemed like a big surprise to everybody when it happened yeah. Um I don't think anybody was expecting this I could see once it happened and once the news article came out I was like ah yeah that makes sense actually if you think about What has been happening with Activision's products Mm. and Blizzard's products, and what the state that we're at with these titles, it kind of makes sense that they're a vulnerable enough position to be bought right now. I imagine if they're all at the top of their game, you know, when Destiny 2 had had just been released and Overwatch was doing really, really well, you know, and World of Warcraft, there was the hype for the HD remaster and everything, they probably wouldn't have afforded to to buy Activision. They would have been priced out of the market.
5: uh, I believe it's under investigation, though, the purchase.
0: Yes, it probably is, but it'll probably take 12 months to find Yeah, it. It's, it,
3: Yeah, it won't be done this year, will it? It's next year, when it actually yeah. goes through. So.
1: Is it just investigation for, like, if it's now Monopoly? I,
4: yeah. it's, I believe so, yeah.
3: Yeah, there'll be there'll be something that size that's got to go all sorts True. of legal shit. I mean,
2: but... it fucking is, though, isn't it, really? Realistic. Well, <laughs> they're still... They're
3: I don't know. Good. look at Tencent
2: and you yeah. look at other companies that are Sony
1: bigger. Sony is still bigger than them. The, buying Activision Blizzard only makes Microsoft the third biggest in the gaming industry. So I imagine it'll go through, like, the investigation will go through.
3: There was, um, I'll see, I'm will see. i going to see if I can find it, there was a good infographic the other day that someone had put together about um, who owns what in the gaming industry. And, like, most of it is owned, actually owned by about 12 companies. Mm. Um,
5: yeah, is it 10 cent that's the biggest? Yeah, no. Really? I don't,
1: is
3: it? No, I don't
1: think it's it is.
5: A, I thought it was.
1: I thought it was Tencent and then Sony, then Microsoft.
0: Yeah, I thought so. Mm, possibly then.
1: Because Tencent have like stocks in fucking everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. They've got like TV companies. They make films mm-hmm. and everything. Like Sony And do, let's especially. be honest, Big old their, their
5: biggest thing is uh, obviously Path of Exile, boys. I've
0: oh, definitely their biggest thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. I mean, who hasn't heard of it or played it? <laughs>
3: Uh Um, but yeah I mean that's going to be interesting anyway just to see what like if any of Blizzard's games end up on um, Game Pass yeah I think they will do
0: Game Pass is the big play for Microsoft it's been very well received no one seems to say anything negative about it it's priced well into the market for what you get you know it it makes EA look expensive with their offering Um, I was really
3: sceptical at first about you know like Netflix for games but it's fucking great. I've had, I've well had my money's worth from it. Yeah,
0: well, when I first started playing, uh, signing up to it, I had like a one pound
3: deal on it. One yeah, pound-ish. same, and it was, pound for it three really... months. Then it was four yeah. quid a month, and now it's doubled to eight quid a month or something. No, it's
0: it? eight quid. That's an onboarding mechanism. And it's yeah. fine. It
3: worked, but it's.
0: I still think it's good value for money. Way better than something like Humble Bundle, which is now like nine quid a month or more, fifteen quid a month if you have the the top tier, and it's nowhere near as good. I know you're supporting charity with that one. Is different, but. Um, yeah, so Microsoft have, will honour existing uh, agreements with Sony. Keyword
1: being like, existing.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you know there are things that perhaps we don't know about that are in the works that may no longer come to PlayStation now if they haven't been publicly announced yet.
1: There'll probably be things like like Overwatch Two is still when that finally comes out is still going to Sony because
0: yeah, that's sort of announced, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, it's an, it must have been a deal they've already done some paperwork on. Um, can anyone oh. think of a title that you'd expect Activision stroke Blizzard to be bringing out that would be a shock for it not to go to Sony? Call of Duty. Call of Duty is the biggest one, right? Uh-huh. I'd have thought so.
1: Um...
5: Yeah, because this is why there's been people panic selling the PlayStations, isn't there?
3: Oh, really? A bit, pre- a bit, a bit preemptive that. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I think limiting it to Xbox only will kill... Just half the sales of it,
4: I and I don't right think,
3: back. and I, and and I know Microsoft, you know, they want people to play on Xbox, but would they just immediately remove half the market for that game? I don't do know think they would.
1: Do you think they might they might do a thing like we'll still allow these games to go onto PlayStation, but we have to we have to also be allowed to sell the Game Pass on the like a version of the Game Pass.
3: Uh, um, so Sony would just straight up fucking veto that, wouldn't they, I think. It's, oh, although, to be honest, if Sony fans could get Game Pass on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. there's less incentive for people to buy my, uh, Xboxes. That is true. So, who knows, man. Watch this space. Yeah,
0: it could be interesting to see how that plays out. I expect, you know, with some smart business moves, Games as a Service which is the direction we're taking with things that are going to have a longer shelf life. So it's more important to understand the monetary uh, recuperation you can get from a title in its lifetime out in the field Mm -hmm. rather than the initial sale of the game in the first place. And so stopping something from being available on a console like Sony's doesn't help Microsoft if they're trying to really make their money back from numbers of people playing it. Rather than it doesn't sell for much, in the, like it's almost free. Like yeah. Halo Multiplayer is free, but they make their money from people buying skins and stuff, and battle passes and season passes and stuff. So you want eyeballs, you want players, then because that's your revenue stream, ongoing. So I, I wonder if they will stop it. I mean, it's, you know, maybe not. Uh, Blizzard creates new HR and
3: DEI. They should do DEI. D- 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 should like. Equality and diversity stuff. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. no wonder I hadn't heard of it. To combat bad workplace
3: allegations, you know, because <laughs> of that. <laughs> I mean, <'cause laughs> some, there's
0: you some know, history. Of the shit that we there's all some know history there. there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's
3: a reason. There's a reason they've done this.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. You yeah. do see these
0: news stories come out, like it's going to wipe the slate clean. I mean, or yeah. make it, make us feel like, oh, they're dealing with it now.
1: <laughs> no, uh, that's just that's person. That's you are responsible for brushing it under the carpet now. Welcome yeah. to your new position.
5: I love it's the funny. idea of new HR. So they've gone right, guys. Whatever we were doing before with HR, that was just leading to people, you know, like finding out that this was happening. What can you do to stop them finding out this was happening? Yeah.
0: I mean, apparently Phil Spencer came out along with a few other gaming bigwigs and said that um, they were concerned over what was happening at Blizzard's Entertainment. Uh, you know, so it's it's obviously within the industry uh, more than it is publicised it's probably a known thing you know, I imagine. There's lots of internal stories about fucking hell. You don't want to work there. Um, yeah, and I imagine there might be some ability to reshape things now with some new leadership because I think Phil Spencer's a pretty sound guy from from all the news stories, documentaries, and history of, of you know what stuff he's been involved with that I know of. So I can't I can't imagine they'll allow it to
1: just carry on as it was, <laughs> whatever what was happening. Yeah. Well, now they've got Microsoft to answer to, which will probably crack. Well, you'd think would crack down a bit more than maybe. Yeah, you would. Activision yeah. would. Blizzard had an unannounced
0: survival game. Revealed through the job listing.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they posted a job listing for looking for this game and but put had information in it of a game that no one had really knew anything about and now they've came out and just went, yeah, this thing's been in development from, for years. because They realised, oh wait, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Is the cat out of the bag? <laughs> I think the, I think for Blizzard there's many cats that are now out of the bag. <laughs> are they trying to herd cats? Yeah. The cats have been multiplying in the bags and now there's no breaking out of them. There's no stopping them. So,
2: sure so they just said, just once upon a time...
1: time yeah, once upon a time, this dream project
0: was Humble Pitch Deck on my desktop. Humble Pitch Deck. Uh, Amarai said in a tweet, now... It's a team full of caring and passionate people sharing a vision I couldn't be prouder to be part of. Oh, Oh, dear. Uh, Blizzard is working on a Warcraft mobile game. We talked about that earlier. And WoW to introduce cross-faction raids. What does that mean?
3: In terms of WoW, that's actually really big. So... You know you've got f- factions in MMOs, and for the most part, you can't play with people in other factions because that's yep. It's usually how it works. In in WoW, it's just the two factions, Horde and Alliance, and the the lore and the story and the history. It, like they just fucking hate each other. You know, Orcs invaded you know the the, the world from and from another world, and they've been essentially at war ever since. Um, so allowing apart from like brief expansions where they had to team up to fight, you know, the Lich King and the Burning Legion and other things—they've um, always been basically basically at war, and killing each other. Um, so to then introduce, oh, actually, you can team up with them after nearly twenty years—is—is um, is quite yeah, that is um, quite major.
2: Don't you start the game not being able to speak the other faction's language?
3: Yes, you can't even mm-hmm. communicate with each other. It's going to be awesome. It, it okay. appears as gibberish. So <laughs> th- I mean, that's where kek came from. Kek. If you if if you said lol, to the if if you were an orc and you type lol in your chat to speak to a human, they don't see it as lol. They see it as kek. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> we played
6: cross faction with Alpe once, and I managed to say remove kebab across the. <laughs> the, the vine, which was pretty good
3: why you do that how
1: uh? yeah, uh? it flows
3: so, uh, so yeah that's um, I don't think they know exactly how it's exactly how it's going to work yet oh no it, they do system in detail so players directly invite members of the opposing faction to a party Opposition. If you have their id if you have their battle tag or real id so if they're on your friends list you can team up with them um you can create you can create pre-made groups for dungeons and raids um but guilds will remain single faction so you can't create a guild that spans both factions yet so
4: oh, the aryan race sense.
3: so there you go <laughs> um
1: do, do you think maybe it's Heading towards perhaps just a merger of both.
3: I'm not sure how the law is. Uh, big melt- the, the, they would have to do some big shit with the law. Although I don't think people were happy with the last few big law changes in the last few expansions, anyway, because they they threw lots of previous things in the mm-hmm. bin. Like suddenly Sylvanas being able to kick the shit out of the w- Lich King
4: mm-hmm.
3: is, is, I mean, is uh, weird as fuck. So.
1: Also, I imagine some big giant melt coming up and stabbing the planet with a sword would make them go. We should probably stop yeah. killing each other. And yeah, deal with yeah. That. A, a,
3: a space giant with the, the, yeah, space giant stabbing the planet with a sword is is probably you know it's a bit of a game changer in it literally <laughs> going to bring you together. It brings people together. Yeah. Man, this guy just fucking stabbed the planet. We going to do something about that. No, I fucking hit you.
4: <laughs> Whoa, what's with the fucking accent? <laughs>
3: It it lends itself well to the, to the statement. You're gonna help us against Nazi (laughs) Germany?
1: Nah, I hate you. You fat,
4: ugly bitch me, you rotten hell, messy Banfield. (laughs) Nice. I wouldn't buy a little bonus,
6: though.
3: I know know she's dead, but I don't care. Uh, I bet she's a dirty bitch. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jana J- Jaina Proudmore looks like the sort that cause she's all quiet and stuff, but I bet she's a raging her in the sack More she's like proud whore. She is a Shut wingy up. bitch. She's a she's wingy bitch, also, fuck off. She's also voiced by one of the women from
2: Critical Role Oh, which one? Uh
3: Laura Business Laura Bailey.
5: Alright.
2: I wouldn't have guessed that.
5: Yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't sound like her at all really, but because um... she's a voice actress
3: said
2: I would have to... said Marsha Ray for sure.
5: Oh, Marisha?
3: Yeah. Marisha. Uh, no. Oh, it, I don't know. It might be.
5: No, it is Laura Bill. It is Laura, it? isn't it? Yeah. I thought it was. You've <sighs> also, also got making, um uh, the
3: the, the voice of um the voice of Illidan in WoW is uh, Liam O'Brien from Critical Role as well. I was so, not yeah.
5: prepared for that. Was uh did Travis not voice someone in? I think tra- I think Travis in had uh WoW
3: well. I think he's had a few smaller ones. I don't think it's any of the big major characters. Um. Like them, but he's 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 definitely been in it. I think they've all been in it at some point. Just because the you know the huge nerds, so. No. <laughs>
1: Fucking nerds.
3: Awesome.
1: Imagine being nerds. No, How are they fire. all
3: really attractive as well, though?
1: I mean, have you seen Alt? We're all beautiful.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wish I was
3: dead. <laughs> in our own eyes,
4: <laughs> and when we're all shit <laughs> Anywho, <you. laughs>
0: through the beer goggles. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: right. Sony. So, in some might say, in response to, but I don't know if this is true. Sony buys Bungie for three point six billion.
3: I mean that. That's just funny to start with, because, I mean, Bungie are just like the, the child of divorce getting flung around, aren't they? They <laughs> yeah, really are. Microsoft <laughs> bought them. Activision bought them. I'm moving now out, Sony's Dad. Bought them. Oh, I've got to move back in with Mum. I'm moving out, Mum! <laughs> time to move in with Uncle. Time, time to move in with they How
4: much they, they, did they Activision it buy it when...
3: Bungie for? Like, they've, they've not even bought it when Destiny's at its peak, so... Although I've been out of the loop with Destiny 2 for a bit, but I assume I assume it's still shit. Dave, how is it? Uh,
0: I've been out of it since uh, last June, I think. Yes. Um, Go
4: so on. it, it it's gone.
0: still it's got a big uh, expansion about a hit, a paid expansion. Uh, they do this thing on a kind of like you know cycle. It's normally in October every year, but there's a delay because of COVID. So, um, you know, we, there's a bit of hype at the moment for this this next new expansion, but um, there's still a lot of problems with the game. I think, as as a first person sci-fi magic shooter,
4: mm-hmm.
0: it's probably the best in its category. <laughs> if you know what I mean, like if you want to that kind of like daily experience of logging into something, doing some, um, you know trials or doing some uh missions uh, trying to find things in a kind of like daily kind of feel it's it's probably the best out there from a first person shooter point of view i think is and there look, many
1: other like no they've got they're, exactly
0: no they're, they're pretty <laughs> unique and that's what i mean like there aren't many games that feel like that that allow you to think oh you know what i'm just gonna log in for an hour and do some stuff um, and, and you're constantly micro developing your character or your gear level or whatever. It's got an MMO type commitment,
3: but from a first person shooter, and there really isn't anything that's else. A, that's a really nice way of saying it's grindy as fuck. It is really yeah. grindy.
0: It is really really grindy. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> that's probably
1: why I didn't like it. I hate
0: grindy games. Well, I, it's
3: it's only gr- it's, it's like all MMOs, isn't it? There's only a grind once you get to the end of the campaign and then you're just doing the other stuff, but I really enjoyed the, like, the the, the story of the campaign when it first came out, because it didn't, it wasn't overly long, it only, it took me less than two weeks and that was while working to do that campaign, and then it was doing lots of the other stuff, but, yeah. It was, um...
0: They've addressed some of the grind, and it, since it moved to PC and it became free to play as well, um, as part of, like, the changeover from um, when Bungie escaped from Activision and they, they went on their own a couple of years ago, they they made the game free to play. And um, since then, the grind actually got worse. And then they've now, in a kind of way of trying to combat against this uh, slightly slippery slope way, like, well, you know, if you, you get the season tree and you pay us some money, you'll get some slightly better weapons, which will help you grind quicker. But You know, it's a dangerous road, that. And... um they've tried to they've tried to, to make your
2: game more enjoyable
0: yeah or just
2: enjoyable <laughs> in, yeah maybe
0: yeah i i suppose people like to have the the hardest to find newest shit first in anything don't they especially in a game where you can walk around in some relatively public lobby and be all glistening in whatever the latest jizz covered armor is but yeah the, the um the 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 kind of backpedal on that is some of the way that it's handling uh, you getting up to a, an interesting level, you know, so they're going to get you up quicker. And anyone that sort of jumps back into the game after this update has come out um, in a couple of oh, weeks or a, a week's time, they get, they, yeah, they, they'll they be fast tracked. Um, oh. So they're, they're trying to do what they call quality of life changes, uh, you know, at, they're getting rid of blue drops for you once you get past a certain level. Because one of the really things that Bungie was just like, you'd fill your inventory up with like loads of like low-level tier shit, and then you'd have to go back to the base or whatever and spend 20 minutes deleting stuff. Mm. And none of it's worth keeping. It never is because it's low-level, but you're still picking loads of it up, so they've fixed stuff like that, which is good. That's
1: good. Cool. Um, Do you think Bungie's just really shit at managing their own money, considering this is the third company that's bought them? <laughs> like, yeah, I... I reckon that they're like, oh no, we're doing really well. We'll go on our own. And then a few years later, it's like, even though we're playing the same game that was profitable, what are they doing? That, well, what like,
2: you're saying is they don't need any new IPs or any new frills and bits. They just need a new accountant, really. Yeah,
1: they need to stop
0: fucking
2: about <laughs> with
1: the money.
4: Huh.
0: I think you know they're one of those developers that will stick to their guns on like, principles of quality levels. And that can be expensive. But they want to release a new IP. They were teasing it when they escaped from Activision's hold. So they were sort of saying that Activision was keeping them down, stopping them from being able to make the game they wanted to make. And, you know, they needed to escape. um, Because they were being forced, effectively, to produce more money-making schemes within the game. And which they didn't want to do. And... Um, they also had some ideas about the next big thing they wanted to release. And they then got investment from China to make this next big thing. And I don't know how that all plays into Sony getting involved as well. Like, I think it might be a three-way now, which we all know is great at the start, but it gets awkward later. Uh, right. so...
1: Might end up <laughs> a, a bit messy. But <laughs> yeah. Face.
0: So, yeah, I'm not sure how what's going to happen with, with that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just um... the whites everybody's hoping they can bottle that lightning again that they did with Halo, and it, it's just maybe never happening again. <laughs> it, just, it just was a time and a place for it, and yeah. it just worked, and it, the, the world was ready for that type of thing at that time, and it just doesn't happen like that. The again. shooter
2: market is so expansive these days. Oh, well. like, God, yeah. And you really no have really to like, done... reinvent the formula, in a sense, to make any <laughs> grand work at all. Yeah, yeah, like, back, yeah, Back
1: then, no one had really done a good console shooter. They all felt very janky. And then Halo came along. I think that's what made it so special was oh this is a really fun game and it feels good on console.
3: How dare you? GoldenEye 64 was no wait, hang on, it was terrible, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go back
0: and try and play it. It's so fucking janky. <laughs> I mean, when we look at three point six billion, you think, well, okay. But I think you're making they're making about a hundred million dollars out of Destiny Two with people just buying stuff every year in the game skins mainly and uh battle passes or season passes so you, you've paid for uh, uh i guess the future earnings that that game will give you for the next three or four years but then you must be buying something else you wouldn't pay 3.6 billion if there wasn't able to maybe go into a meeting with some of the top figureheads from Bungie and go well we know you like destiny two, but the reason you should buy us is this i've got I've got this next thing we're doing. So I imagine it must be pretty decent uh, for just realistically buying, effectively, one game that's kind of old now. It, you're not going to pay $3.6 for a Destiny 2, which has been out a while and is probably nearly at its peak, I'd say, or if not behind its peak. So there must Destiny be 3, else. when? Well, yeah, they didn't want to do it. Bungie came out before when they split from Activision, said they didn't want to do it. Activision wanted a Destiny three, and that's part of one of the reasons they couldn't stay together. So I think they got bored. They get they get they want their new. They want to work on something new. So yeah, I don't want it. I don't know what it is. No one knows. It's not well. Someone knows, but we. It's not in the public domain. Sony boss says to absolutely expect more acquisitions. We're not poor like Microsoft. We've got money.
1: Yeah, the, uh, they're probably part, like. <laughs> You know Bethesda, they were like, okay, it'll be fine, just that, and now they've bought Activision. I reckon that they're fucking panicking. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) they're like, we've got to buy these before they just take over.
0: Uh, Sony is planning over ten live service games by March 2026.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Like, Mm. I feel like a lot of them are going to get abandoned if they don't. Like, they kind of like, we're going to do, we're going to put ten out if they do shit, we'll just ditch them and focus on the good ones, so they could release a game, and if it doesn't do as well as the others, they even if you enjoy it and a lot of people like are playing it, just not spending loads of money, they might just can it. At least that's my gut feel of what could happen if they're just like, essentially just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks.
0: Mm. How many tanks could Sony buy with 3.6 billion? Uh, that's a good question, Barmy.
1: How many tanks? <laughs>
6: Man, I'm, I'm, I haven't been listening to this podcast at all. I have just been looking at tanks on the internet. Uh, quite a well, lot. <laughs> <laughs> for the
3: benefit of our so listeners.
0: For the benefit of our listeners, Barmy posted a link to a website called tanksalot.co.uk dot uk that you can buy tanks.
6: <laughs> I'm looking at an old Land Rover snatch for twelve thousand
2: uh, genuine tanks.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuine yeah. tanks. I mean, they probably have, like, you know, they've probably been made null of, like, you can't shoot them, I assume. But I, yeah. also, if you've got any sort of technical know-how, I'm sure you could make them shoot. I mean, it's not hard to fucking stick a gas canister in an axe. We just thing, need it. auto really, out, don't we? Though. Yeah, uh. just some mad American, we've got a few of those. <laughs> but you get a Landover Snatch for £12,000, which is basically like likes the a bit old of and shit version of the thing I drive and work now. It looks really horrible, but I want one.
1: I, think you should
0: get, I like, like that um, Ford Jeep thing that looks cool as well 1943 they're apparently terrible to drive but uh, like look, it, it
6: looks doesn't, great it doesn't matter <laughs> bad, you know as long as they look good like there's yeah. an ambulance i have no need for a twenty-nine pound armored ambulance but it looks fucking <laughs> insane so, like, I know
1: <laughs> <one>. <laughs> let's get a good old t34 do it up paint will yeah, on it
6: there's a fucking uh, yeah i was gonna say there's a t34 over a challenger one What's that? In the middle of it? In the middle of this fucking website full of tanks, the Rover Sports Roadster or a pink Cadillac?
3: And then straight back to tanks. It's They're just kind uh... of blown
2: off their cars, aren't
3: they? <laughs> the are from age of Empires. It's those ones. They are military vehicles.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: The
3: My that question. On
1: the spot. That, that thing that I found that looks like a quad with a minigun. Oh, no, it's bigger I'm than a quad. It,
6: it's, yeah, the stalwart, uh, or no, the ferret.
1: Yeah. yeah, the Daimler yeah. Ferret scout car. cool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: like I knew you'd like that. Old.
1: Yeah, it's like a... that. It reminds me of like, the toy cars that you'd get as a kid. Like you put yeah. toddlers in, but upscaled. It's also okay. got
0: a hole in the seat for liquid to drain out, which is useful. <laughs>
6: Like another thing I don't have any use for is like a large military lorry, but i really and a mini- want one. There's a UN one there, and I don't know why, but I just want it.
1: <laughs> I can't wait for you to rock up to land in that thing. <laughs> yeah,
6: I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a GoFundMe. <laughs> Let me buy okay. tanks.
0: So, we'll have a, let's have a little alt discussion time. Mm-hmm. Hat, what we got here? Wow. Tell us about this story that you, we can we can chew the fat on for a minute.
1: Okay, I, I was looking at it, and then I realised that it was the big thing that you suddenly... <laughs> suddenly to be. I didn't make big. <laughs> someone made big and tied yellow, and I thought it was just balmy shitposts, and kind of just blanked it. Um, so we all know that there's like many yearly releases like Call of Duty, Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, come out every year, or every two years. FIFA. Yeah. I'm get a
2: bit ridiculous now, to be
1: mm-hmm. honest. Do, do we think that this is... A good thing for these franchises, or do you think that it's that that these studios' commitment to like this game has to come out this year is leading to like worse experiences, players, and lower qualities of games because they're just hoping that people will buy them every year. Yes, yes.
5: yeah, it's definitely yeah.
4: Making
1: them worse Yeah, yeah. do you think? Yeah, <laughs> easy one. <walk>. Do <laughs> we think like? How often would you say, like, should it be split up? Or do
6: you...
3: Well, I
1: mean, it's things... Whenever they're done and
6: good. Yeah,
3: like, you don't...
6: Like, if, if somebody if, said if... build a bridge in the next year, and the guy said, it's going to take me at least two years, and someone says, build it in the fucking next year or else, so you build a bridge <laughs> yeah. in the year, and then they go, this is fine, and they get the publishers going, it's not, though, it's fucking terrible, please don't drive over this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Like, you know, you want the bridge to be finished and not fall and cause you all to die?
2: The thing is, though, if you make an amazing game and then people always want to play that game, are they ever going to buy another game?
6: Yes, because there's loads of amazing games that we've all played, and then new games came out and we got bored of the amazing game because after a while you stopped playing it, except for Skyrim, which I still play. (laughs) Me too, man.
4: It's a fucking great game.
3: But I, I don't think it's a good idea for games like COD to try and release on a FIFA schedule. Nah. A cod a year is it's it's a pissing. Keeps take. the doctor away. <laughs> yeah, uh, mostly I mean... because you'll just die of obesity, and there's no need for a doctor. It's a coroner you'll need.
1: <clears throat> and but... we have
3: seen Call of Duty and Battlefields like just they've been flopping left and right. Yeah, the, battle- yeah. Well, the last Battlefield that has just been universally panned as utter <clears throat> dog shit and he's already dead. Yep. So... The,
0: innovation is not something you just ask, oh, okay, I want more innovation, give it to me. It's not like yeah.
3: it's just waiting there. No. If you've got a <laughs> you know, tried and true tested formula, hard. there's not a lot of reason yeah. to, di- to, to diverge from that. To be honest, yeah. but... the
2: best part of that whole Battlefield 2042, uh, sorry, 2142, was the bit where they added in stuff from all the old games.
4: <laughs> which is
2: the portal. So, like, why do not they just make a big sandbox game and let you fuck around in it? Yeah. You know? There's that's, an appetite
0: that needs to be fed, and the and the business machine says, we could sell this, so make it. And then it, it's that argument, I yeah. imagine. But that's, I mean, Buddy
3: touched on it there, that there's another, th- there's there's companies that are doing things, they're releasing the next game in their franchise or whatever, without key and popular features from the previous ones, and then adding them in later as patches or DLCs, or which either only one proves that they were never ready in the first place. Or, and they've just released it because they had to, which proves the point that we started with. Or, it's the whole commercial money grab. If, oh hey, these were popular features, let's release this game without them and then sell it for DLC.
0: Sell it as DLC, 100% yeah. money grab. Someone, at some point went, no, 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 you're not including that, we're adding
3: it on two months after. Yeah.
0: To maintain the news so, cycle and, and I mean, check more money
3: for And, and as, as much as I love their games, as much as I've, you know, bummed them of for, for probably nearly two decades... Paradox are bastards for doing that. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, Crusader Kings 2 was out for a very long time and it's got hundreds of pounds worth of DLC.
2: How much are the DLCs all together? It's it's a, a, a lot. lot. It's like and 600 then they, quid
3: at least. Yeah, and then they released Crusader Kings 3.
2: And... It's a fucking spreadsheet simulator. <laughs> like, how, he, how are you playing that much for it? It reminds me of these sort of like Train simulator games where people have to pay, spend like ten pounds for one specific, wrong specific type of train. <laughs> they've just digitised hobby collectibles. <laughs> oh, wait for yeah, the NFT, them, want... mate.
4: Hey, oh, <laughs> no. Let's let's.
2: Yeah.
1: All Crusader Kings DLC is uh two hundred and thirty-two pound and fifty pence.
3: There you go. A oh, new game out. And, and and I and I own it's probably seventy-five percent of them. <laughs> But the only ones I don't, I'd never bought the ebooks and I never bought the um, the music packs. Because why the fuck would you buy an ebook True. for a game? Uh, but I'm never going to read that. So... What does it give you? Like, yeah, but a book? Just, just I don't <laughs> read that. It gives you details so... about history. Just
2: go to your library and read that shit for free. But then
3: <laughs> pa- Paradox also deliberately make their games to be heavily moddable because they yeah. know the community thrives on the mods. If they weren't making their game moddable, they would lose so much of their Honestly, sales, because people looking... love to just take what they've done and and do their own thing with it. So, yeah, I mean,
2: there's there's probably tons of other developers that do things like that. I mean, looking at is... the amount of work that, like, modders do on games, they should just release creation kits for games, and just let fucking modders run wild.
4: Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, well, I mean, Rem- Bethesda
2: Rem- did, so for, well, for there's games there's not like... a massive amount of money in it I suppose because it's only a select few people that are going to yeah. buy it but...
3: and then R- Rimworld as Hat was just about to say is a game that I find essential with mods now mm-hmm. I think so, every yeah, game is better with, with mods
1: like people you sold... continue to buy stuff
3: and the devs and like the, the, the devs of Rimworld or dev singular mm-hmm. I mean it's not anymore but it was um, actually ended up releasing DLCs where he's taken on board lots of the stuff from the mods or he's just added updates to add things straight from the mods. Mm-hmm. As like, oh, actually, that is fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's that's now going to be a core feature. And he's even hired modders. Like they work for them now. that, that work for him. So, Paradox have done similar things as well. I mean, there's other companies out there that do it. But, but yeah, I think to uh, we, well, we answered the question, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it as damages, we
2: were, but. as we were saying about like them releasing a game like nearly every year, like Call of Duty, Activision, and stuff like that. Like, I can understand when they like, especially Battlefield I can understand when an indie developer makes a shit game and then comes back to it and makes it better over time like look at No Man's Sky now it's like yeah, mm. well above where it started but what is the excuse for like fucking big publishers doing that? Like they have the resources to make a good game, why keep pumping out trash? Yeah, and, it's, it's it, those big companies unless that run by. it literally is to just grab money off people no, that That's that is
3: end. it. They're not run by developers anymore. They're run by yeah. accountants Publishers. and marketers and.
1: I will say, I do not envy the writing teams for like Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, where it's like you need to write an interesting story with lots of lore, and you've got a year to do it, and then okay, that year's over. You've got to do it again. You got to do it again, and like so just keep giving us good ideas and good stories. And it's like I can't imagine anyone could do that
2: shit material to work with.
1: <laughs> it's got to fit in Far Cry sort of style, the Assassin's Creed style. Here's your guidelines. <laughs> You've got Assassin's a, yeah. Creeds are even harder as well, but yeah. in some ways
0: it's kind of like allows them to do it more because of time travel elements. But yeah, it's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I guess we've wrong. seen. Sorry, <laughs> I was a... I'll let you. What were you gonna say? Oh,
0: I, I think we've seen some natural, uh, in a positive sense. Here, we've seen some natural evolution. Towards the betterment of games, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: over time, we had to go through the bad bit. So you get incredibly successful games. We got far-reaching, massively available broadband throughout, you know, most of the planet, and you know, games are available to bought online and played online, and they're hugely, hugely popular. Okay, that's going to spike out of control. Changes the world effectively in terms of entertainment. The biggest the biggest entertainment in the world now is gaming. Oh, it's overtaken from movies and stuff. So it's naturally gonna to have to try and find its own balance somehow. And the way that it's happened is repeat games, repeat games, repeat games, lowering in quality, lowering in quality. Mm-hmm. And then you're seeing the, some of the best people in those houses, those publishing houses leave, you know, like people that are from Overwatch left before number two came out because it wasn't taking the direction he wanted and so on and so on. The people from Gears of War left because they didn't like what Microsoft was doing to repeat it, repeat it. So you'll then get a drop in quality, Gears of War 5, whatever, not so good. Overwatch 2 doesn't look like it's going to be very good. So you've got these things where the game won't be very successful and then it opens up some space in the marketplace for those other guys that are left now to bring their games back and those developers will slow down their game releases to increase the quality to get the people back again. Yeah. So it will naturally, I think, find an ebb and flow and come to a stabilised position, I yeah. hope, anyway. It, it feels that would be the natural, the way of things naturally, anyway. And I can't blame these publishers for going, fucking hell, we're making home, so much money. Get another game out. Get another game out. <laughs> I mean, like, I understand that. You know, They're
2: fucking uh, lapping it up, mate. Look at
0: Yeah, it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally
1: the Wild West. It's a gold rush at the right. moment. It's crazy. Like the Cards um, and the FIFAs will continue printing money for them. Um, and yeah. but anyone who wants to actually make something interesting, I think, has left the big studios and you need to look at the smaller, like I guess what do you call them like double A's <laughs> companies instead of so. triple A. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited items. for
0: Elden Ring, which mm-hmm. is coming out, which is a FromSoft title, uh, part of Bandai. And, you know, their games come out about I say once every three or four years. Yeah. And um, they're consistently fantastic. Um I really enjoyed Dark Souls 2, really enjoyed Dark Souls 3, really enjoyed Sekiro, and I think I'm really going to enjoy Elden Ring. I've got no reason to believe I won't. Um, And and that's a good good publisher, not trying to rush things, not bringing out uh, nasty little sort of like in-between games. I think that's an example of how you could do things well. I think in terms of things to look forward to anyway.
1: I'd much rather like companies do that, like what FromSoft are doing. Where it's less of, we have to release this, and more like, ooh, I really want to make this. This would be a good idea. And then they're more going, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll get on that. And having, like, your developers have a passion for the thing they're creating and, and want to make that well, rather than.
2: A good yeah. game every three, four years rather than a shit game yeah. every year.
1: Yeah, totally. Because that was a lot of it in, like, it was like 90s, early 2000s. You had all these studios, like old Blizzard, where they'd be like, we want to make this. They went through it. And now, with all, like the publishers are so big and have so much control, they go. You have to make this. You've got to make another one of those. The last one sold well. And like, the way
2: they're artistic sort of. Yes. Yeah.
1: And games are art. People are creating them. And the last thing you want is people that have no passion for the thing they're making, making your art, because it's going to be bland and soulless.
0: Part of that Sony story that we talked about was about their future games-as-a-service element, and they're saying that they're they planning over 10 live-service games by March 2026. I don't really understand how that plays into um, the art form of making a game and telling a story. I think it feels like that's going to take us more in the direction of how you play Warframe, or how you play Destiny 2, or... <laughs>
1: How you play games that are seasonal? Warframe has been developing a story. They have one. The the patch that came out last year, which I still have to actually play. Um, the new the new war is apparently like the biggest sort of story change up that they've had so far. And even Chung has got back into the game. and He's been saying to me like, you've got to play, like get right. back on Warframe because the new war is fucking amazing. Right. Okay. And apparently, it, like, there's so... a really good way with their storytelling. Mm-hmm. Warframe always has done it, but Warframe was one of those where they went to the publisher going, we want to make this, and they went, no, you've got to make that, and they went, we're leaving and we're going to make it anyway. And that is Ouch. what they've done. <laughs> yeah. They've,
2: they've, been <laughs> raking the money, in.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's because it's one of the games that came out where it is a passion project for the studio, rather than generic video game number 65 yearly release. Yeah.
0: So is that what we think games as a live service encompasses? And I suppose yeah. GTA 5, I guess, yeah. with its online elements, uh, I do. Been f- I do a see things as a like,
1: um, like Warframe, like Destiny, like Enlisted, just games that continuously get updated yeah, and it's progress. also
5: like any uh, any trading card games classed mm-hmm. as a game for service.
1: Right. Okay. Path of Exile as well, it's technically yeah. a game as service. Well. Um,
5: well, mm, I don't know if it is, actually.
1: It's a, it's continuously updated.
5: I mean,
2: if you ask me, that's a, a better model to do it, because then you have existing products that people continue <laughs> to spend money on. Like, do you want someone to spend, like, it's like rent. You want someone to pay rent once, or do you want them to continue paying rent? Like...
0: Yeah, it's a new model. The old model's out of date, really. The idea of printing it onto a CD... Yeah. Or a cartridge yeah. and sending it out to me, you know, the, yeah, that that concept has gone, hasn't it? You know, yeah. Yeah. why I mean, would we embody that, that as a principle anymore?
2: Come on, much money that we've spent on Warframe hat, like exactly. ridiculous amounts.
1: I mean, like, wow, wow's a game as a service,
5: yeah. Or, yeah, like, I mean, because it's a subscription, I thought that was what games as a service meant was either battle passes or subscriptions, or uh,
1: it's just a game that is continuously updated, yeah. You don't really buy it again, I guess. Yeah. So, like, I think it when it's done well, games as a service can make a game really fucking good because it's never like, oh, we've released that and then we're just going to abandon it and it's like, oh, it's buggy. You know it's going to continue to update. There's going to be new content. There's going to be events. There's to all going
2: Sea of Thieves, for instance.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's, it's going to be stuff to do. We have seen a lot of them that have just came out and just co- companies thinking, oh, this is just, we release the game and we just charge people for everything and it prints money, and they flopped, like Anthem. Mm. Anthem was an yeah. attempt of games as a service. I'm trying to think of a few others. There has been quite a few that just, like, absolutely fall. Uh, the Division, that's another one that just kind of died. Yeah. A lot of companies have been trying it and just failing because they don't understand that Either the team they've got working on it aren't passionate about it or the higher ups are making orders of we need to do this because this will make us money and it's just it's actually having a worse effect because people aren't jumping in or wanting to do it or thinking I'm not going to pay this because it's just pay to win there's a lot of things to balance and if a team making the game doesn't understand what they're doing it can just be a fucking mess but if they've got a passion for it and know what they're doing and are willing to tweak things and not chase the money, I think it can make an excellent game. For sure. I
0: wonder whether that will be the new version of Call of Duty 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Battlefield 12345. You know, get the the live service game replaces the repeat number increasing title version of the game.
1: I'm not sure because... Like the cods and the Fifas and the battlefields, are, like they're they're bought by a lot of casual gamers. Yeah. Who yeah, so do still just go out and buy rare, yearly Re- Re- releases?
4: Yeah.
5: so i think it's the, harder the, that to get way them? actually? Was um. Do you remember Trackmania? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
4: fucking
6: love Trackmania. Yeah.
5: Okay. So that was brilliant. Track- Trackmania used to release every two or three years, I believe it was. And just release, you know, a new one with say 12 maps or whatever, and then people could create maps if they wanted to. Well, the new the new Trackmania is a game as a service. Um it's you know a constantly evolving game where you pay uh you pay yearly for the you know, like so you can play the campaigns for free, the release campaign every three months. And if you want access to all the maps people make and the track of the day and stuff like that, you can pay, Um, I think it's £15 a year or £10 a year. You know, so cool. it's not even much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's one of the games that has kind of transitioned from uh, kind of almost like, uh, what would you call them? Like solitary releases, I guess?
1: Yeah. Something like that.
5: It's, so like a game as a service? It's a
2: sustainable business practice as well because mm. it allows you to have your own base of money that you're drawing on then to build your project. You don't have to rush games out because you're running out of money from your last project that you've fucking messed up.
5: You know? well, it also means you're not splitting your community yep. between multiple games. That is yeah, a big that's one.
1: important. Yeah, And actually having a think about it, Dave, speaking of card, I think Warzone might act- is like their first dip into can games as a service work of Yeah, you're for right. They've, Duty, me, they've brought that
0: it. across three Call of Duty games mm-hmm. now, haven't they? And they're so, having a right old time trying to integrate it across them. I didn't realise that, but
1: yeah. I guess if maybe... They're if the trying to apply col- both models. They mm-hmm. want
0: to still sell to the casual gamers with a new named thing. Yeah. And then they're trying to appeal to games as a service at the same time.
1: So I guess if the next Call of Duty or the next couple of Call of Duties don't hit targets or they have a flop or two, they might just go, you know, Warzone. Is doing well, we're making yeah. money off that. It's a every time we release a game, it's a risk of whether you know it's going to be a flop or we're going to make like
4: millions. Yeah. And it could be that stick. the
0: words Call of Duty become much smaller in the title, and Warzone becomes the thing people start to say. So instead of us, of a certain generation remembering it as COD or Call of Duty, the new generation will think of it as Warzone, and it'll only be us old people that go, Oh, that's a Call of Duty game.
5: I think it's kind <laughs> of already getting there,
1: isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. it is, yeah. Well I mean look at Apex and Titanfall. Like it isn't Titan- isn't Apex like built from Titanfall and set in the same like universe technically as Titanfall. It was an add on, but they did so well that they just kinda of got rid yeah, of Titanfall. So. And now people just it. Refer doesn't to really it doesn't really
0: look Apex. much like Titanfall, mm-hmm. but I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, f- it wasn't anything anyone expected them to come out with, was it? Yeah. They they shocked they shook a few, I don't know what you shake, beehives. No. <laughs> Your booty. Your booty. Yeah. Maybe I was just looking through top selling racing games on, on Steam. Just to have interest. Forza Horizon 5, top. FIFA, uh, Formula 1. Because racing games are another like number. Mm-hmm. Dirt Rally 2.0. Dirt Forza 4, Forza 3, Forza 2. They're more of your casual gamer as well. Or I guess like a, a gamer that perhaps doesn't play a wide range of games like we do. True. Um, they just stick to a certain genre. Hot Wheels Unleashed, 40 quid. Oh
1: yeah, Hot Wheels. But say like, speaking of games and service, I think I mentioned this to Bloody uh, earlier in the week. Plant Side 2 has just had a big update where they've released like an archipelago continent It has like underwater mechanics and the home bases are like... Massive aircraft carriers instead of just like this is a base and a shield on the map, and you can like swim around and there's underwater weapons and new stuff. And it's like that's a game of the service, and that's been going how long? Site two, so yeah, probably
2: 2009, maybe before. Yeah, that. I'd
1: agree with that. 2012.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, it was Sony, Sony putting some money behind that for
1: a long time, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, like say it must. I mean, it's still <laughs> positive. Like. Mostly positive reviews, so it must be still doing well, still bringing in like, money.
2: Like, see them trying something new, because they could have mm-hmm. just added a new map and people would have been happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. They tried reinventing their formula, essentially.
1: When did they add, like, flying airships? I was oh, looking yeah. through the screenshots now, and it's like, it, I don't remember those.
2: They've had them for a while now, like, they're big, like, ultimate carrier things. Yeah.
4: Cool.
1: <laughs>
2: Completely they're, new to me. Quite a sight to see when you think like you, you run around the battlefield and this big fucking <laughs> aircraft carrier just starts flying above you, spitting out fighters all over the place. It's quite, it's quite um, intense.
4: Yes,
1: nice. things like that definitely can work and have been proven to work. It's just <laughs> we'll, we'll
0: we're, see. we're in a we're in a golden age of gaming. Realistically, oh, I mean, we we're oh, lucky to be abs, living through abs-
3: this. Absolutely, yeah. It's amazing, really.
1: I'll put it in the note rooms there. The big aircraft carriers that are in that I've not seen, in case anyone else hasn't kept up with my side for the last few years.
2: Okay,
0: so, to wrap this bad boy up, podcast 56,
4: Mm -hmm. Saturday
0: night, 9 o'clock. What would you need to do? You need to, if you're listening to this and you've just found us somehow through iTunes or Spotify, if you're still on there despite their terrible behavior with podcasts. <laughs> Sorry, it's a news joke. Um, <laughs> I was really, so, good. Ah, yeah, was really good on that one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Dave. that
1: one's news to me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm um, got yeah you, can, you can join our Discord. You can find a link to our Discord at uh, altgaming.uk uh, and you can get there another way by going to altland.co.uk. So, altland is our live event that we put on. This year will be three times a year, hopefully, COVID permitting. um, April, August and October. And uh, yeah, you can get tickets for our next event there at altland.co.uk. You can buy two types of tickets. You can come along for the weekend as just an attendee and just join in all the frivolity. Or you can get a BYOC, bring your own computer ticket. And then we'll give you a desk and set you up with power and internet. And you can bury your head in your computer and not look up and interact with anyone that way. If you're that way inclined, we'll probably make it quite hard for you to do that, though. But yeah, <laughs>
4: you,
0: that's that's that. And yeah, so if you wanted to uh, look at some of our past podcasts and things, they're all available at oldgaming.uk. dot uk. And uh, like I said, link to our Discord is there, where you can come and join. Bring your community to join in with all our other communities. We and, are a uh, community communities. Yeah, community, community, community. Uh, You can you can be like part of the things we put on and uh, the events that we organise, like Minecraft or like Project Somboid <laughs> or just, like, watching Phasmo all the time, because that's all by my streams. I mean, anything <laughs> like this. Fuck off. No. I'll have you know that yeah. I'm currently <laughs>
6: playing the lottery, play game because, game. <laughs> because <laughs> Why not? I realise that it's 2022 and the lottery's on in the internet now, so I don't have to walk in the shops. Huh?
4: Um, oh, yeah, because so it's
6: got to yeah. be one
5: tonight, isn't it? Uh, is not it? I think, the you're last a, chance? think
3: you're a bit late to buy your ticket for tonight, though.
6: No, yeah. no,
4: no <laughs>
3: I've tickets. I've bought four tickets for the next two weeks. Good work. I have no idea what I'm doing.
6: Well, we are probably going to buy a
3: tank if um, you do win. I woke up to the, congratulations, you've won a prize on the lottery email this morning. I was like, oh, and then flicking through the news while I was lying in bed. UK winner wins me. I was like, it could be me. But narrator, (laughs) it was not. It was not. (laughs) It was not. I I did win Uh, four pounds, though, which I spent on two tickets for tonight. So.
0: Ah, there you go, yeah. Reinvestment. (laughs)
3: sorry it's all about about incremental change in it Dave it's you know absolutely absolutely. time in the market not timing the market yeah portfolio expression
6: there's a draw on Monday yep yep I've I've signed up for that as well
0: no one's going to play that you'll probably win it because no one they don't even think of a draw on a Monday that's just crazy (sighs)
4: madness I'm fucking absolutely loaded
5: uh, it's lottery as a service nowadays. The moving, away from, <laughs> <laughs> the moving away from buying your tickets every week. And now you just set up a subscription so it puts it on automatically for you. I mean,
0: generally it
5: does. <laughs> you can't do that though. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's, yeah. it's the winnings. You don't get the winnings up front. I give it to you very slowly in little <laughs> bite sized amounts. You get like £3 sent to your bank
3: account every day. But if you do win, altland.co.uk, bring it with you.
1: Bring yeah. <laughs> all of it in a sealed uh, briefcase. Dave will give you a special prize around the back. You will find a yeah. man in
3: a trilby hat and trench coat. You sit to him, the red squirrel flies at midnight. He tells you what the... to do next. Is that not
6: the guy <laughs> that turns up at your door in Fallout 4 and tries to get you to buy into a Fallout shelter?
3: Oh, quite possibly, yeah. I mean, I was also thinking of Trigger Happy Trigger Happy TV. You, you are not Grey Squirrel? Okay, goodbye.
6: My, my chest hair looks <laughs> mental in that photo. Now I've, like, inverted the colours. Yeah. <laughs> Again,
3: for the <laughs> listeners, he's posting naked pictures of himself in our notes page. So Yeah, his penis is out in two of them.
5: <laughs> yeah, I did delete one of them earlier, but... Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not before saving.
3: I was trying to shrink it down to scale, but... Uh, so
4: you just couldn't, you
6: know, there's no there's no computer
1: big enough. There's no screen big enough to shrink it down to scale. So join the old game in Discord, and you be first to buy into our balmy penis NFTs. I might start, <laughs> yes. I might
6: start like a nudie calendar. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. That's a fucking yeah. genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not fungible dodgers.
4: That is a good idea. I think I should.
6: I think I should definitely do a nudie calendar. I mean, I'm already a little yeah. late because it's February, <laughs> no, it's but no, it's no. like, surely I could just well, throw it out in the middle of summer
5: and be like, oh no, look. You c-
0: you <laughs> start selling 2023 now. Yeah. People yeah. can get ready for it. You know, it's yeah. yeah, Just
4: record. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Take one You're... photo every month this year. You know, take two this year. Uh, sorry, this month. Mm-hmm. Because you missed last month. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, release them at the end of the year. Yeah.
6: Make them yeah, themed. Yeah, yeah. And I'll start so,
5: yeah. doing it the I'll... Three of the pictures have to be from All That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get a little tiny hat to stick on the top of your penis for Christmas.
6: That's you the that's just your word. face. Massive, massive hat.
4: Because
1: I forgot I was yeah th- I, I walked into that one. I forgot I was called her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit. Well, well, thank you to everybody for coming out and chatting with us for this podcast. Thank you to Musha. Thank you to Bloody. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Barmy.
6: I don't feel I don't feel like I contributed to this at all. No, not <laughs> no, really. I was just kind of like I couldn't not ca- thank you. Could yeah, I?
1: You just kind of came in and started talking about tanks. <laughs>
6: Ah oh, man, though, it was good though and thanks for having me
0: <laughs> hey. you really giving it both barrels
3: for us tonight sake. Oh, oh, man. I really hate my life Just, I'm
0: trying to keep us on track here, come on
6: oh, <laughs> nice. that, that was going to be my next one if you didn't say
3: it <laughs> I hate you people and I hate this
6: discord, don't come here
0: Pat, have you got anything else that you'd like to mention before um, we call it for tonight
1: Thank you for all joining us And thanks for another great podcast. Lovely, chubbly. Well, thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. See you later. Take it easy. Take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
4: keep that in.